I'm Lindsay Wilson, the queen of glam, and this is the podcast, Business of Glam. I created this podcast to help us all find the magic in business and everyday life. With over 20 years in the beauty industry, you name it, I've probably done it, avid product and fashion enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a single 40-year-old woman on a quest to live my best authentic life, I wanted to bring you people and resources to help inspire you to do the same. In balancing all life has to throw at us, the highs and the lows, I hope we can learn to ride these waves together to find the true essence of glam. Because at the end of the day, I think what we are all craving is community, connection, and a sense of not being alone. So join me on this journey to turn glam outside in. Thank you for coming on and joining us. Thank you for having me. Tell everybody who you are and what you do. Okay, so I'm April Tarpey. I own Inlight Rejuvenation um, Services, I guess. So it's a medispa in Lafayette, um, bringing some of those beauty services to suburbia. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I do cosmetic injections, therapeutic injections, IV infusions, body treatments, hair removal, you name it, kind of do it all. A little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. I like it. You're very Glamour Bar-esque, but like in the upper (laughs) class of it. Yes, you're a one-stop shop. Yes. Kind of MCU, yeah. Yeah. In that that sense, yeah. I love that. In that world. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, tell us a little bit about like how you got it started. So I actually just started it for fun. I was doing, I did ICU nursing, um, cardiac ICU nursing for 15 years. And it was constantly just the worst day of everybody's life. Like what we were just talking about. Yeah. My dad coming out with his little mittens on because he's like angry bird. Every every day was everybody's worst day. And nobody was happy to see you. Every day was just terrible. And so I started to do it in California just on the side just for fun. So when I moved back here to Colorado, I was doing legal nursing work and so I thought I'd kind of start just doing it for fun and it just took off and so I started just my own clinic and um, it was a little bit easier here in Colorado than it was in California to start your own kind of project yeah. and so yeah I started it and it just it just blew up and now here we are there we are yeah. but we go way back yes, we do. I was like we will have to tell the story of <laughs> so April and I know each other from like a whole different lifetime ago yes our exes were like best friends I don't even know yeah. if they're still or whatever. We met but through our exes, yeah. Yes. I, uh, my girlfriend that I worked with, a nurse that I worked with, was dating your ex. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? I do We're remember that. Social media. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Susan. <laughs> Sorry, Susan. Yeah. It didn't work out for me she, either. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't make the cut either. It's okay. <laughs> I remember that's I was so nervous you just brought back all of these feelings I was like I'm so nervous to meet April yeah yeah yeah. but I was like I'm so nervous to meet April because her friend dated you and now I have to be like but once we met shining star she's the one she's the one get her out like it was great yeah so we uh, we used to hang out all the time and then you and Corey split, and Will and I broke up, and then they moved in together. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> and that was like, a win God. A win. a win is a win. It, it's a win-win, and it was like a million years I ago. I wonder if they still, yeah, because Corey moved into my old place that I lived with my ex, so. Well, he couldn't live there anymore, because you know I had Kurt on. Do you remember Kurt? Uh, yes. From Fit Republic, yes. and we all lived together. Okay, like Three's okay. Company. Yes, 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 yes. Now I do. Mm-hmm. So I That's think really Corey's cool. lease ended, and 
his two roommates and, moved out. Well, and, and as it were, so did Will's. <laughs> so, so Will's roommate yeah. moved out. Will's it was all a perfect yes. synergy. Will's roommate moved on. Here we are. <laughs> and still at it. It's so, it's right. yeah. But you know what? I feel like we're winning out of this. Yes. I don't know. I, I, I've done some snooping in, in the past, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, things are good here. Yeah. You <laughs> made know. the right choice. <laughs> Well, tell us, we'll go back. Okay, well, it was like, we'll go back to um, to having some helpful hints. Relationship advice. Relationship advice, I don't know. We'll follow us for, I told a girlfriend the other day, I was like, listen, I have my own life to ruin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have your own decisions to make. Exactly. I support you whatever you want. Right, right. But please don't ask me for advice. Yeah, wreck it yourself. This really can't be the model for for your happiness. (laughs) Who am I to judge? Support. We digress. Exactly. Um, so, tell us a little bit about like laser treatments because I just realized and what we were just talking about when Serena had to add a filter because of all of the texture of my skin <laughs> that can be seen on the daylight. What are kind of the laser treatments that you do? What's the hot new? So I, latest? I actually do IPL. Okay. And that's really where I, I I like it a lot. So anything that I do in my clinic, I do it myself. Um, if I don't do it on myself, I've tried it, didn't like it, I can tell people the real deal. Um, laser is just a different beast. It's, it's much more aggressive. Yeah. You're going to have downtime. It's not comfortable. IPL has changed so much over the years. And so now, you know, you can do IPL. It's intense pulse light. It's just concentrated light. And you can put on different filters on the IPL that has different focal points that are going to target different things you want you want to fix. Um, so, you know, you can just do like IPL facials, which is called photo facials, and you have no downtime. It's going to brighten your skin, tighten your pores, stimulate collagen, correct fine lines and spots and things like that, and even skin tones with no pain at all. And so, Sign me up. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, they're great. And so, <laughs> um, I, I do them all the time. When I have time, I do them on myself. I mean, anytime I'm in and I have some time, I, I just fire that thing up, and it takes 10 minutes. You yeah. know, it doesn't take long. You put on a little ultrasound gel just to kind of conduct the light where you want it to go underneath the skin. And it's kind of nice. It's similar to having a chemical peel without having to go through the skin. It kind of, you know, skips that peeling process. So you're kind of getting down underneath that mid-layer without having to peel through. So I love that. Oh, is IPL, so this is like back in the day, like we were just talking about mm-hmm. in my plastic surgery days, like IPL, there's like no spray tan on the skin. There's no, like... Is it just different now? It is, yeah, they're, yeah, they're so much better now. Um, really, we just make sure that there's nothing that's going to be conductive on your skin at the time. You definitely, if, depending on what you're doing, you want to not, you know, have a lot of UV and a lot of sunlight on your face while you're doing it. But it's not like it used to be. I yeah. mean, if you're doing a peel, you're really taking off that top layer of your skin. But like I said, with the peel, it's kind of skipping through that and going to where, like where you want it to target. Yeah. So um, it's not as strict as it used to be, for sure. I mean, anybody should be using sunscreen, especially in Colorado, all the time. I mean, I know, and we all say, and I'm not even as good at it as I should be, but, you know, but especially when you're doing IPL and things like that. So um, there's a couple things. If you have um, melasma, that's something you need to really be aware of, and a lot of people don't know until they come in for a consult that they have it. Um, A lot of people do. I do, and I'm, like, as white as they come, right? (laughs) But... I mean, it comes out of nowhere. It does, but, you know, it's a lot of um, Spanish descent. A lot of people will have that, a lot of Asian descent, and... 
you know, we kind of have ways to test for it. Or hormones. Yeah, and they and a lot of people do see it when they become pregnant, right? And so I didn't with my first, with my second, I did, and I would get the summer stash. <laughs> That's what we'd all call it, my summer stash. <laughs> but I was like, oh, this is melasma, and it's treatable, and IPL is great to treat it um, because you're you're just getting down into the cells that are actually creating that discoloration. You're not kind of going through the top to get there, if that makes sense. I love that. Um, so yeah, so that it's a really good way to do that too. You just have to do a couple of extra steps before you do IPL to kind of protect and keeping that pigment from spreading because it will, it'll bounce from one side of your face to the other. It's, <laughs> it's tricky. So yeah, you have to know that that's what you're dealing with. So having somebody who knows what they're doing in that um, that aspect is helpful. But the IPL process itself is pretty simple. I was like back in the day, it used to be a thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it used to hurt. I mean, this hurt like a rubber band mm-hmm. flicking yep. you. And and that's what I always tell people: if it's a flick, a rubber band, it's too high. We want to cause a you know a thermal injury, not an actual injury. Yeah. So we want to cause change, and you know less is more. Really, is the real deal when you're talking about any radio frequency, IPL, anything like that. And laser hair removal, you do as well. IPL does the hair removal. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it's going to have the same outcome. You know, where you have to stick with it. You want to get into the, your hair growth cycle, so you want to do it every few weeks, and you kind of get on a schedule to do it. Um, you just can't wax or anything like that before you, should, but you can shave. And so, yeah, same thing. Same thing, and it'll um, it'll really decrease it. It's actually really nice. Again, if I had more time, I would do it to myself all the time. <laughs> Is there a perfect candidate for laser hair removal now? Because I remember back in the day, like I did my underarms mm-hmm. when I worked in plastic surgery, mm-hmm. but it was like I wasn't the greatest candidate because uh, my hair is like finer and lighter. So yeah, and so that's the thing is I IPL in general that light is gonna chase uh, the pigment, and so yeah. the darker your hair is, obviously the easier it is. But the new IPLs have, they can target any hair on any Fitzgerald, um, you know, number for your skin, things like that. It really has come a long way. Okay. So you're, it's going to be easier to chase darker hair, obviously, because that's it, the light is literally just following that pigment down into the follicle. Sure. Um, but as far as, you know, it's, it's a lot more, um, it, it's, it's easier now than it used to be. Yeah. That's what I figured. That's why I was like, oh, I don't need laser hair removal most, because it won't work on me. Right. But I was like, oh, maybe it will now. And it, it is different now. And, you know, but a lot of people, the hair that you want to remove is kind of the dark stuff anyway, right? Yeah. So, I mean, people don't care as much about, like, white kind of blondie peach fuzz. Um, that that's not really what you're trying to go, okay, I've got to get this, you know, Right. Laser that's off. why you need Serena in your life and that's just right. do a nice little dermaplane. That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> like I, I panically <laughs> did. Like last week I was uh-huh. like, uh, have you seen this face? Yeah. I thought I had a fuzz on my I face know, when I, I walked I by the mirror. And I really should because I, there is once in a while that I'll get a, like a light when I'm driving. I'm like, okay, oh, go. <laughs> I have an actual Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Where did all of this white hair come from? Yeah. Yeah. It'll get you, it'll catch you by surprise. But it's the, it's the dark ones that really you're like, we need that to go away. For sure. Like, you know, thanks. I have, I have some aunties in my family that I can, <laughs> I have some Italian aunties that I can thank for some of those dark hairs. <laughs> As we're going into, I'm manifesting like spring and summer. Uh-huh. Yes. So, downtime for like laser treatments or any type of skincare mm-hmm. treatments. Do you need to be concerned about like being in the sun? But I guess we're here in Colorado, so people do mountain sports too. And you or is there a perfect really timing? Need, yeah. So here it doesn't matter year round. You're by the sun. Yeah. Especially in, in winter, it's even worse. You're skiing, or there's you know the snow. I mean, the sun is so bright like even today. Yeah. Um. So. The biggest thing, oops, excuse me, is um, sunscreen, of course, for sure. But if you're doing something like a peel, you do want to baby your skin for a while. I do IPL, uh, uh, sorry, uh, VI peels, and oh, those are good. Ones. I love them. I love them. And so, but so you talk do about know, your face falling off. 
Yeah, it, but it's so good. It's, it's so it's good. so satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you do have to, that's what, about three days, takes three days to start peeling, three days to really get through the thick of it. Um, I usually have a patch on my neck that lasts a little longer, but it's more of a rough patch, you know. Um, so you kind of plan for that. That's what I like about those VI peels is that you can really kind of plan for when you're going to be mm -hmm. basically look like you have leprosy. Right. It really does hit like day three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On the VI peels. Yeah. Like I feel like with we use PCA peels yeah. and like but some of them. Is deep. Exactly. Right? So yeah. The VI peels are like where it's at when you really want you to like shed. And most of my patients do them seasonally. So you'll get, you know, especially here in Colorado, because we do have four distinct seasons, every three months or so, just getting that cell turnover um, is, it's, it's going to do wonders for your skin. But with that, of course, you want to protect your skin. Sunscreen, um, you know, staying out of the sun. And as you know, when you do the VIP, I just tell people you're, you know best and you can feel on your skin when it's kind of time to, okay, add some more product, you know, stay yeah. a little more active, you know, when it still feels just a little, a little raw. And even that, you know, the VIP peels, they don't hurt. Some no. of the chemical peels they use, and you'd be red for ages. And there are some that do. Kind of the um, Sex in the City yes, episode exactly. where her face is bright red. <laughs> yes. And they do, some are still that way, but yeah. VIP peels are not. Nothing that I offer um, in my office has a ton of downtime. It really is. I kind of pride myself on it being for the, just like regular people that don't have a ton of downtime. You know, mm -hmm. you can come in on your lunch break and get an IPL facial and be glowing when you leave. Um, and then in two weeks, it's even better, you know. So, and, and the same with the VIP. Yeah. You just have to have that three three days or so to kind of be okay peeling a little bit. The last time I did a VIP, I went to on a brunch date. Mm -hmm. And it was like exactly day three. And I was like, I can do brunch. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> like, it's going to time out. My face was like falling off. <laughs> By the end of brunch. And I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> sorry. We're sorry. Yes. You should, yeah, you should have timed that one around. Yeah. Candlelight meal. <laughs> little, I was like, wrong, wrong direction. I did mine. I did a class. Um, I, just, I always stay in training and stuff, and I did a class. But luckily, obviously, in this world, people know, like, oh, you're getting a peel. Yeah. Know? It's a little bit more forgivable than on a date where someone's like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I think your face just yeah. fell off into your <laughs> You know, leave it to me. I'll always have some kind of ridiculous story. Well, that's right. I mean, you know, it's so, yeah, I don't think, um, but beyond that, you know, there's not a lot of prep, but now is a good time to start that stuff. What are we, in February? Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I, mean, I We're getting into, you know, um, now is a good time before it really is a lot of sun and things like that. I don't think people do as much to their face during the summer. I feel like my busy times are after summer, they're kind of going, oh, fix all this damage that I did, uh -huh. you know. But going into late spring and early summer with like just glowing skin, everybody loves that beachy glow. And mm -hmm. So yeah, so people do a lot of that. This Less summer. makeup. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I will say that the IPL facial is great for that. If you really don't want to wear a lot of makeup, um, that's the way to go. It just gives you a nice glow. Like I said, tightens your pores. Um, it's it's just it's amazing and it's it, it's one of those things that's just the hype it, you know it's not just hype it really does work so lots of sunscreen before or after and before always yeah. lots of anything sunscreen with with IPL anything with light or radio frequency you want to do yeah obviously some prep you want to drink a lot of water um, because any of those processes that we're going down into the skin chemical processes it takes a lot of water um, to make it work well so hydrate 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 and then of course yes lots of sunscreen yeah, after. and then do you I'm assuming you stop like your retinols and any type of yes, acids wanna, on the skin? you want to kind of be careful with that, um, with retinol. But even then, most of my patients have been on them for a while. Most people that have been on, like, a TRET for a while, their skin is pretty um, 
pretty ready for. Yeah, and so we we do a test before, especially with IPL, um, and especially the darker your skin, or if you have any um, Asian, even possibility of having some Asian in your bloodline, we want to do a test because you're going to hold on to that a lot longer. So, or if you've been on Tret or you know of retinol, we do we do a little test first, and it's easy, it's pretty easy to see when you're going to. You know what levels you want to be on and stuff like that and it's so customizable now that you can we can just give the tiniest bit of light or we can give a longer pulse of light things like that to really customize it to what your skincare looks like now you know what kind of pigment you have in your skin all that so they're amazing technology I'm telling you yeah it's great love it uh, yeah it's, it's it's just not too complicated but it is important to have somebody that knows what they're doing anybody can run the machine but there are some nuances that you need to know I mean um, a lot of people would assume that you know Asian people have lighter skin, and so they can take the same kind of light that someone like us. Like I can, it's not true at all. You know, they hold on to um, to light a lot longer and heat in their skin, so you can really do some damage if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, speaking of technology, I feel like I always ask you about this because after I hit the forty, and I feel like mm-hmm. every girl in my category mm-hmm. is like looking at the threads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that you did like. Certification, like master training. I have a master level training in threads. Yes. So, is the thread hype? So, the threads are you can lift the skin, right? So, Uh, yes. We can get the mini facelift without having to go under the knife. You can. So, the down and dirty on threads, and I'm just going to say. I was like, you just tell us. So, they essentially, it's like putting stitches in your face. Um, it's not necessarily, they, there's smooth threads and there's barbed threads. So a lot of people, and I do have a lot of patients that I put smooth threads around their lips and things like that to kind of pop a border. It truly is like a tiny little stitch that you're putting and just laying it in there and leaving it. The idea is as it breaks down, it's stimulating collagen. And so you're getting some of your own real estate where you've left that thread. The barbed threads are the ones that do that lift. So we can take the smooth threads and we can hatch them into a place where you have some volume loss. It's the same as putting in filler. Yeah. Where filler's immediate, the threads themselves aren't adding volume. It's what, after they break down, then that's your own volume kind of growing in. So uh-huh. they're so tiny, you're putting them in there, you're not going to get any right away, any volume right away. Um, they're easy to put in, they don't hurt, you know, it's pretty simple. It's as they break down, then you start to rebuild that. But it is your own real estate, where the other, you know, with filler, it eventually goes away. So um, the barb threads are essentially kind of the same thing. It's still a stitch material, like stitches, um, but they have almost fish hooks on them. So you can put them in place and kind of pull back on the skin, anchor it in place. They do work. It takes quite a few. And you have to be ready. You can't just put a few in and expect to see a lot. You're, I mean, it's going to be a financial investment. And it's going to be some downtime where you're not able to open your mouth. If you want your jaw lifted and your cheeks lifted, you have to be prepared in every aspect of your life. Eating, talking romantically <laughs> to not open your mouth very wide. <laughs> so we have to discuss this a lot with patients. Like, I mean, yeah. you have to kind of get there. Like, does your husband know that you're going to be out of commission? You're done. for. I mean, for months. Because you put those in, and if they they come undone, you're, they're going to drop. And they're just in there. It's fine. It's going to be the same effect as if you, you know, the smooth threads. But essentially, you have really expensive smooth threads in your face at that point. So you have to let them kind of lodge. So there's a lot of science behind, um, obviously, as they break down, what it's doing for your skin. There's still a little bit left unknown. And there's, you know, people argue back and forth whether after, as they break down, are you still holding that lift? Um, I don't see a lot of evidence that they do. I think, I think 
one or two times, I think it's great. If you can't gently pull your skin back and gently and see a, a result that you're really happy with, save your money for a facelift. Yeah. I mean, and that's, there's so many good facelifts right now, you know, um, that that's not, you know, it's not crazy anymore. 40 is yeah. the new age to get a facelift. I would love to get a facelift. But, Same. Yeah. So, but if, <laughs> if you can, if there's small areas that you want to treat and, you know, in the neck and things like that, then yeah, they're worth it. But I mean, you're talking probably two or three grand to really see a difference. Um, a lot of people just think they're just going to pull it back and that's going to be great. And there's like one thread and, and you're there's, done. There's not. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're getting a lot of big threads and, you know, it's, it can be pretty costly. It's a quick fix and it's great, but you just have to be very careful. And how long does it last for? It depends on how you break them down. Okay. So, um, and the other downside, um, which it's not a huge downside, but there are people that don't break down stitch. And, you know, a lot of sales reps will tell you that's not the case and everybody breaks them down. I can tell you firsthand that's not the case. And a lot of people, I'm one of them that if I get stitches, I will spit them. I don't yeah. break them out. I break them down. Eventually my body just works it out and I pull the stitch out, even dissolvable. Mm -hmm. So I'm not a candidate for them. So I can get them in. They're going to work their way out. They're not going to do what they're supposed to yeah. do. And that can be a problem if they're anchored in, you know. Um, I hate to talk people out of them because, but I, I am always real with my patients about what they're getting into and being realistic about what result and what the side effects and mm -hmm. complications could be because with every procedure there are a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's, I like to see more jaw work done with filler, um, Botox kind of slimming, things like that. And jaw filler is becoming so the right now thing. And so there's a lot of things you can do and you can achieve sort of filling that space um, without putting threads in. I was going to say, there are other options. There are. And so it's just, it, everybody's filler. different. So, the, I mean, the, the threads are great. I do use them a lot when I do lip filler. Yeah. Um, just to kind of pop a border and keep it crisp. So especially people tend to migrate that filler out. It kind of keeps it nice and sharp. And, you know, people that don't want the huge lips, they want a nice little, you know, yeah. vermilion border to really pop. They're great for that. And they're easy to put in, but I have put them in people that a year later, they've pulled them out. And so, you know, and I, I'm telling you, that, you know, sales reps will say, absolutely not, that's not true, but I've seen them. So, yeah. um, ask a nurse. Nurse always, always have like, <laughs> the craziest stories. <laughs> they take the path of least resistance. Oh, 100%, yeah. So. Everything does. And so, I think, um, I, I just think it just depends on you and kind of what your expectation is, what you're looking for. Um, a good expectation is going to give it to you straight and just say, like, you know, what you want is not going to be achieved with what I can do, just save for a facelift. Yeah. I get that a lot with eyes, too. People want so much done with their eyes. We're going to lift and lift and lift, but eventually there's just, you just have to get a blip. We're just past the point where you can only do so much with filler and Botox before you're going to start looking like a Martian. And by this money, you would have just, you know, it would have been easier just to go get the blip. Which I did, we just talked about with my tummy duck procedure that I'm, recovering from I was like I spent money on everything under the sun mm -hmm. every cream to tighten my skin I did yeah. cool sculpt I did everything and I was like I paid for this tummy tuck like three times oh yeah there are um there are a lot of things that we do especially in my world because I'm a nurse right and so I'm not a plastic surgeon there are a lot of things that I can do and that we can buy time and yeah. that's really I hate to say that's what we're doing mm -hmm. um with anything um, there are, the, the Viore that I use, a lot of this radio frequency technology that's out right now is really cutting edge, and it is changing the face of preventative um, aesthetics, I think, of what we can do that you don't necessarily need to cut, and you can do. Uh, Morpheus is a great example, where it's, it's mm -hmm. literally driving radio frequency into the skin. 
um, which is it is going to you know save you time it's going to um, buy back time on your skin it, it will but again if you don't want to invest that time in it and you just want to get the quick fix go get it and that's that's a conversation that I have a lot with my patients is what is what is your goal if you want to keep eating in and out and you don't want to work out go get lipo and I have yeah. like no shame in that at all yeah. go get lipo that has its downsides right mm-hmm. it hurts real bad um, you're gonna have a lot of downtime but you once it's done and your swelling goes down you're good to go if you you don't want that and you you like hey I want to work out and I want to eat healthy but I want something that's gonna help radio frequency is the way to go you can tighten your skin you, you you can sort of rebuild that stuff but it takes longer you know it's months yeah. rather than life over so, it's quick but then months of recovery yeah so. nothing's easy <laughs> nothing is easy <laughs> gotta weigh those pros and cons but it's fun yeah I, I like it and everybody is different and so as long as you're going to somebody um, that's realistic you know I think that's that's gonna be key it's just giving it to them straight mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of people in Denver I know a lot of the big ones that have a certain aesthetic a certain type of patient that they came oh, yeah. to um, and so mine where especially where my office is it's a lot of people that don't want to look like they've had anything mm-hmm. done you know when you're sandwiched in between Boulder and Denver you know Denver you're gonna get a lot more people that don't mind looking like they've had stuff done in Boulder absolutely not yeah absolutely not that's just you know honest living and just a little Colorado air that makes it it is I just did a little spa retreat yeah it's just meditation so what do you see besides the threads like the hot new trends like you were saying like is jawline the new thing is a big thing but I think it's I think it's really important because uh so many people come to me and they want okay I want these lines fixed right don't we all so they just want me to throw some filler in there. And a lot of estheticians will do that. Yeah. A lot of people take your money and sure. And now you look like Chuck Norris uh-huh. because you look like very primate. Your uh-huh. bottom of your face is very heavy. You have to have the conversation of this is changing because of your mid-face volume loss. So we need to talk about where you need to put the money in filler. And, you know, it's not always just a quick throw some filler in and it's going to be fixed. You know, if you want it to look nice and you want to look naturally younger, um, you're going to have to put the investment in and really put it where it needs to go not just straight in so that's it's a good conversation because the jawline is very trendy right now to have a very sharp snatched jaw but you can't those hot deep girls did it to us oh didn't they yeah oh but and that's a great example of threads yes right that's a great example of surgical brow lifts um and and that's you know another good example of kind of showing people realistic expectations right so i mean that that, that's not thread those are surgical lifts they've had to their face great i love it you know who I'm doesn't? Go, I'm gonna go out with Joan Rivers. I have no problem. <laughs> like, she is my Who girl. doesn't? I was like, I also want a face transplant. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yeah, face off. <laughs> let's, just, let's redo this yeah. thing. But you just have to know that if you're going into it, what it's gonna cost. And, you know, um, I've had, I had a couple patients this past weekend that I know personally that um, they had some problem areas they wanted me to fix with just, oh, how about Botox? And I'm like, oh, honey. And I finally was like, no, let's get some care credit. Let's do this properly. Mm-hmm. Let's get some filler in your face where it needs to be. And the difference is astonishing. Yeah. And just years younger, naturally. You know, they just look natural, but years younger. And um, those are just kind of the conversations you have to have. So that's why this jaw filler trend is actually making me really happy because you can fill a jaw all day long, but until you fill that mid face and upper face that's causing that sagging, you're not going to get anywhere. I do jaw last. So I'm always temples, cheeks, you know, around the nose. Work your way down. And then work your way. Because that's, yeah, the more you fill that hair, you're just going to keep getting heavier and heavier. Nobody yeah. wants to look like 
Rocky from The Mask. No. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, and you've seen the filler. I mean, that's oh, yeah. Madonna. Hashtag yeah. Madonna. I know. I was like, but you see people, okay, like mm-hmm. Dolly is like. Yes. I'm like, she aged gracefully. Yes. With the help of a lot. A lot. <laughs> it was like close. a lot of filler Botox, a little plastic surgery here oh, and there, yeah. a little nip tuck. I but mean, she's not like doing, I think it is those increments. Oh, and let's, of let's like, share. Let's talk about share. Like, okay. I mean, yeah, share gives me hope that my husband's out there. He's just like in kindergarten right now. Yeah. Doing math. A hundred. <laughs> 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 He's looking at addition and subtraction right now. <laughs> I you said math. <laughs> no. I was like, but Cher doesn't age. No, she doesn't. I mean, and whoever is doing her face, they need to like, uh, they need they to, need to give some. Price. Yes, really, she is she's stunning. What she was to begin with, and there is something to be said for genetics. You know, um, white women, we do not age gracefully, especially in Colorado. We are like softball gloves by the time. I mean, it's, it's yeah. different. Um, you know, girls with some ethnicity, they age a lot, a lot better than us. But they're also better about moisturizing and things like that. I feel like. A lot of my um, white patients want to invest in like injecting their face, but then we talk about skincare. And they're like, I use Cetaphil. Yeah, right. 100%. Right. And you know, that's my body lotion. That costs too much. Oh, I'm dead serious. (laughs) And I'm I'm like, okay, you know, and I can even like refer them to some Sephora brands or whatever. I don't always sell the most expensive stuff. Um, Anything, again, that I'm selling in my clinic, I'm using because I love it and, you know, and it works. So, um, but no, I. So many of my patients will spend all those thousands of dollars injecting stuff in their face, but then when it comes, okay, another five for skincare for, you know, eight months, it's, uh, oh, no, that's too much. It's skincare, like, I think, is where it's at. Oh, it has to be, yeah. Doing um, especially medical-grade skincare, it's worth the investment. Like, the cleanser, whatever. Yeah. Do whatever you need it to really do. It really is, to but, me. Um, it's, medical-grade does make a big difference. And mm-hmm. you don't have to, I mean, some of them can be very pricey, but there's certain parts that I think are worth investing in. I agree. Um, a really good vitamin C, a medical grade vitamin C is, is ascorbic acid. It's going to change your whole your whole face. Mm-hmm. Um, Hyaluronics, I think you can get, you know, higher end. I, I don't always make people buy or suggest they buy a medical grade hyaluronic. Um, but for sure, you know, ascorbic acids, tretinoins, uh, things like that. You, yeah, you want to hit that. Or, um, you know, for pigment. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get pigment it's, change from something over there. I know. I say the same thing. I'm like, go serums yes. if you need to buy medical grade. Mm-hmm. Go into your serum yeah. category and then moisturize and yeah. cleanse with whatever. And you have. so much of that um, is important if you are back to the IPLs and the lasers and things like that. If you're gonna start doing that to your skin, you really need to look into pigment control and you know beforehand because again, the things like melasma, it can spread everywhere and you don't even realize it, and now your skin is worse. So. Mm-hmm. Knowing kind of what you're getting to as far as skincare when you're doing that stuff is, is key. So it's, it's an investment on both. You can't just change underneath your skin and expect to look amazing, you know, so. You can't be sure. We're just doing half. You know, it's almost rude. It's flagrant <laughs> how good she looks. No, it's really ridiculous. What do you think is kind of the perfect age or does it vary person to person to start preventative? So it's funny because this is a newer thing also where mm-hmm. a lot of, I say kids because I'm 40. Um, and I have a lot of patients in their 20s. Yeah. And I do think that there's something to be said for preventative toxins, botulinum toxin, or you know, Botox, Xeomin, um, Dysport, those. Any muscle that you work out a lot is going to get stronger. And so that's why us in our 40s have these lines that we've tried to, you know, that have 
works their way into our skin over time because that muscle just keeps contracting. Yeah. If you don't contract it, ideally, the idea is that then you're not going to get those lines that later you're chasing. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I do see it's different than chasing that. rainbows. Oh, 100. <laughs> Nobody wants to chase the line. No, I'll chase rainbows all day long. <laughs> I'll be chasing rainbows in a few weeks and few So yeah, I mean that's that is. I think there's something to be said for that. I do think though that girls, guys in their 20s now are very different than I was in my 20s. Like. You know, they, they prioritize this type of stuff um, financially. I don't even know. I, I wouldn't have been able to. I started, when did you start getting injections? I started at 25. You did? Oh, Here's you life did. advice. You did. Work for a plastic surgeon. I remember when you started working for a plastic <laughs> surgeon and the first time you got your lips done, I was like, oh, they're amazing. I remember we were in an Uber. So when you're poor and in your 20s yeah. and trying to make it in the world, you just go get a oh, front no, desk cool. job. Yeah. No, it's cool. And you get that Botox and filler. I remember you start early. we were in an Uber going to Lime. Do you remember that? On Larimer Square. And you were like, I did my lips. And I was like, oh my God, they look so good. I remember that era in your life. But it does yep. make a difference. It does. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, I, I started, well, so of course I started having babies. Um, I My first was 30. And then I got pregnant again at 31. And that difference, I was like, oh, I'm old. <laughs> I am old. And so, but I, I started then. And I think that's still an okay time. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I've had to do some kind of chasing lines and things like that. But really, if, um, I think the key is um, whatever you're doing to stick with it, especially with wrinkle um, correction and control, you, the more we keep that muscle, um, not frozen. Not everybody likes to be frozen, but... The, the weaker we keep it, the less, you know, it's mm -hmm. going to move. And so I always tell people, a lot of people think, oh, the more you get toxin, the more you have to get. And that's not necessarily the case. A lot of times that muscle is weaker than it was when we started six months ago. And so you can just put in, you know, I, I always go on what your muscle is doing now. Because it's weaker and it's not going to be as strong. And so you don't necessarily always have to keep going up and up. So I feel like this is a question I always get. If I can't go every three to six months, mm -hmm. should I just not even bother? But I was like, even if you're going eight months or... Whenever you can afford it. Yes. I oh, think it's worth... 100%. With I what you just said, is that you're at least weakening that muscle. So when you're yeah, going back you in... Yeah, you are. Usually you're probably still going to get a full treatment. Um, mm -hmm. I, with my patients, I say go your three months and back it up by a week. That way you're starting to move, but you're not completely getting that muscle, that movement back. Um, and that usually gives you the best results. And that really is. That isn't, you know, as a money-making kind of tactic. It really is because it's going to keep you smooth and you're not starting from scratch. But if you are, it's not a big deal. I mean, this is a luxury. I, you know, this isn't this isn't life and death. It's it's a definitely a luxury service. So if you can afford it when you can, then do it. Yeah. You know, I think whatever makes people feel good. That's yeah. probably the favorite. My favorite part of this job is doing ICU for so long. Like I said, it was every day was everybody's worst day, and every day that I'm doing this now, everybody's so happy to see me. And they're You're like, so hello, happy. world. Yes. <laughs> It's funny, people will just have things that they, they, like, oh, I hate this. And I'm like, I didn't notice that at all. That's not at all what, but mm -hmm. when you notice something about yourself, that's all you notice. And I can fix that in, in half an hour, and they leave so happy and so much more confident. That's beauty, right? Like, yeah. confidence is where it's at. That's what I think so many people, you can spend all the money you want, but until you're really confident, you're not, that you don't have that shine. And sometimes the littlest tweak can give somebody that confidence, and they look amazing. And with Botox and filler, Filler, you're definitely getting more of an immediate result, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. In the IPL facials that I'm going to have to sign up for. Oh, they're I need amazing. a photo facial. Oh, they're so great. They really are. 
Um, they don't hurt. I mean, they're quick and yeah. It's even right after you're kind of glowing, but in like the next two weeks, you're just like, I am stunning. <laughs> Look at me glow. Yeah. But with Botox, you're waiting a little bit. Yeah, you have for about, your results. Yeah. So it's about ten to fourteen days. But I personally, and I think everybody's different, but I, uh, as an injector, won't put any more in anybody until fourteen full days. You know, I have like the psychological thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a lot of them, (laughs) many of them, but there's just one that I'm going to point out right now is that every time after I get Botox, I'm like, oh, it's working. I can feel it. I know it is. That's what I mean about the fact that even if if with placebo, it's working. It means it works, right? I was like, I feel frozen. I feel, I can feel it. It's happening. My sister, I do hers and she this time said it kicked in a lot faster. Um, I'm usually day 10 where I can be like, oh, hello, you know. Um, But day 14 is really when, especially if you're right-handed, a lot of times that right side hangs on. I will always get patients texting me going, my right side, my right side, it's not even text me in three days, uh-huh. 14, 14 full days, <laughs> and then it's gonna, you're gonna see the full result. Then you can put more in. And you wanna keep it as close as you can to that 14 days. You don't wanna go, you know, I have some people like a month later saying, oh, here, can we put some more in? I'm like, you know, now it's gonna be uneven, and so keeping that there is, is the good window. But yeah, 10 to 14, 10 to 14 days. And then three to six months is still kind of that Botox window and, that again, you're kind of going in? it completely in. depends on the person. Um, a lot of I'm on a lot of forums, and I, so I do, a lot, there's always new products, right? And like Juvo mm-hmm. is supposed to be the one that lasts so long. Oh, yeah. Have you done that? I can't remember. Yes, I did. It didn't last so much longer. I, I did it in my lips, right? It's a lip? No. No, it's, it's, it's a, a Botox. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's the new Juvederm that goes on the lips that's like a thinner needle? Uh, it's, it's like something like that. It's like some spin on Juvederm. Yeah, they have, Juvederm has a few, and actually they have one, a new jaw filler that was, we were going to circle back to that, because okay. I am excited about it. Um, and I like Juvederm products uh, a lot, for a lot of reasons, but um, Juvo, they, there's different toxins out there. Yes. We kind of just call it everything Botox, even though we know it isn't. Not everything is Botox. A lot of people like Dysport. I've mm-hmm. noticed a lot of dermatologists there really like Dysport. I don't use it. Um, I just don't like how it doses. I'm, you know, I'm more comfortable with the Botox Xeomin dosing and results so um, most people are gonna get about three months out of it I I like Xeomin a lot um, they call it the pure tox and it's certainly not organic by any means there's it's a little natural bit, beauty craze. yeah right and it's a Gwen Stefani, or not Gwen Stefani, Gwen Paltrow sort of endorsed it for a while so everybody thought it's oh it's yeah. this pure thing oh, and it, it is still a botulinum toxin that yes. we're putting into your skin you'll get um, mostly three months I started using Xeomin because I started noticing my fitness models that I was doing were getting a little bit more life out of it. So the faster you burn through stuff, the faster it's gonna you're gonna burn through it. Doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't I have not heard a lot of real evidence um, from people that are using it that they that you're gonna get a lot of life out even out of the other ones. There's always a new product and everyone's you know you're gonna pay more for this but you won't go in as much. Um, Dispor is cheaper usually per unit mm-hmm. but you need more to get the same results. So you're always get budget wise. There's never going to be a cheaper one or something. We just had this conversation in Arizona. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Oh, I do disport," and it's like, I can't believe how much you guys pay. And I was like, "But you need more." Yeah, you need more of mm-hmm. disport. So it ends up being the same, pretty much in the end. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just kind of tell people what to expect of you know the areas they want to do, and it's again, it's a being realistic with people and like you know. For instance, around your eyes, I will always get people to be like, "Can I get you know, like just maybe a couple?" I'm like, "No, it's not going to do anything. I would rather put it in your money lines or let's use it where it's going to do something." Yes. If you don't want to put the money into going around your eyes, I'm not going to take your money and waste it. That's not how I am. A lot of injectors will. I think the success that I've had with my patients specifically are because I just don't BS. I just I just don't. You know, I'm a mom. 
I, you know, I work people that come to me to spend money, I want them to get the bang for their buck. And, mm-hmm. you know, so for me, yeah, if you're, you're just, I just want a little sprinkle here. That's not a thing. It, it's not a thing where we're knocking out a muscle. It's going to take a certain amount to cover a certain space of the muscle for it to work. Period. Okay. I have a lot of questions after that last comment, but tell us about the filler and the jaw so we don't forget about it. <laughs> yeah. So the um, new one. A lot of the the filler that I use right now that I really love is Radius, um, and this I don't get reimbursed for any of this, but I just you know I just tell people what I like. Um, it's a but it's not a hyaluronic acid filler, so it's not dissolvable. It's got a lot of lift. It's a really heavy filler, um, but it works really really well for filling those spaces. If you want to see a big change, um, you have to remember any any filler is I mean it's like a half a quarter of a blueberry in a vial so people I think, know, you know I was shooketh when I found this out it's a yeah it's not very much now hyaluronic acid fillers usually take on like 100 times their weight in water so they they're they're meant to kind of do that where the calcium fillers don't swell as much but you can't dissolve them you you can technically you can't dissolve them you can move it around and you can dilute it a little bit if you need to um so you do want to be really careful in you know dangerous areas things like that you know using those fillers but um Juvederm just came out with a new one called Velux, I believe, and it's a hyaluronic acid filler for the jaw. So I think it's going to be even more than their Voluma, which is for their cheeks. So I think yeah. it's got a bit a higher G prime, so it's going to lift a little more. I haven't used it yet. I'm going to I'm going to try it and see because I do a lot of jaws, and I'm a big proponent. And I'm guessing that off label they're going to start putting it in cheeks uh-huh. and temples because that's what oh, I, I do love now. That. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I do. Um, I just this past weekend I did temples, cheeks, with radius, some jaw with Radius. Um, I really like Versa too. I think there's, there's, so there's a lot of companies right now that have really good fillers that are not necessarily the big names like Allergan. They have all their, you know. They have their marketing they do. team. They do. And they've been, yes. they've been really great. Mm-hmm. Versa is my current favorite filler. I love, have you tried it? No. So it's, I don't think so. It's pre-dialyzed, so you're not going to swell as much, so you don't get that initial, you know, when you first get it, you're like, oh my God, yeah. you know. You're like, what um, did I do to my face? <laughs> the girl good <laughs> like, Yeah, and it hurts, and so that you don't swell as much. It lays down really nice. It's just a really nice filler. It's about all the same price. I think Juvederm fillers have a little bit higher price in them just because of who they are, mm-hmm. but Versa's definitely up and coming. I really like theirs, and they just came out with a lip um, a specific lip filler. It's essentially just Versa. It just has a smaller needle. Yes. It's the same. Which that smaller needle, talk about technology. I was like terrified to get my lips done. Uh-huh. Probably the last time was when we were in the cab. Uh-huh. A yellow cab, not an Uber. There was no oh, Uber. No, right. Then. It was Uber. <laughs> right. That's how long ago that was. Yeah, it was a cab <laughs> that we called on our flip phone. <laughs> and then I never did lip filler again and I was like terrified. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, this is so much better now that the needle's so much smaller. It, yes, and again, you you know, depending on what kind of lip you're going for, there's all yeah. kinds of lips that everybody wants. You know, some people want them really big, crazy lips. Some people just want a little Russian lift to get a little more pink. And so you can, um, but a lot of times, if you're going for that lip, your your injector can take it and move it into even like a Botox needle and yeah. really work in those small small areas. But that's again, it's just going to be somebody who has done it you gotta anything you're doing um it's gotta be somebody with experience and mm-hmm. understands like you know you can you've got to go get trained you've got to get you know that master's level I, I was a nurse for 15 years and like and still I didn't think that I knew everything about this and I keep going and the more education I get you and get like you said knowledge. there's like new products new technology constantly. that's like constantly coming mm-hmm. out 
What is your advice on finding somebody? So if somebody's not in Colorado, Mm -hmm. advice and questions to ask when they're looking for an injector or somebody even to do laser. Obviously, they need to come and see you if they're here in Colorado. So I, uh, they definitely they should, but I am also not the injector that's going to not say no. So that's the, to me, um, which I think we'll circle back to this more about like running the business. But I think as a patient, if it were me, the biggest thing you need to decide before you even go looking is what do you want? What, how do you want to look? Um, because especially even here in Denver, there are different places you can go for a different aesthetic. Do yeah. you, you know, um, and a lot of times in town, you can go to different places where, you know, like I said, in Denver, you're going to be a lot more likely to get a look of, I was, I had something done and you're going to get a lot younger patients down here and they want that look. And I can name you people that I, and I will hundred percent go here. I know who does that and she does it well. Um, go to her. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I do it all the time. She doesn't even know me, but I know her aesthetic and I know if people want that, that's not going to be me. Right. So um, knowing what you want and how you want to look is the biggest part. And then honestly, Instagram is amazing for that because you can see people's work. You And that's where even me, most of my work is on Instagram. I have my website. People kind of see it, but I feel like that's antiquated at this point. People yeah. want to see in real time what you're doing. And so that's a good place to start. Um, if you go to somebody who's, uh, you know, good, they can tell you if, if what you want is in their wheelhouse or not. And they will. Um, you Hopefully. Know, uh, yeah, at, mo- mostly, yeah. Um, and so, you know, a lot of people aren't going to keep up bad reviews. It's hard to get that. Talk to somebody who looks like you want to look. Ask them where they got it done. You know, that's always oh, a That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like I said, there's, and depending on your age and that kind of thing, um, you can get totally different looks. And, uh, you know, everybody boasts they're the best, you know, no matter who they are. Nobody's going to get on and be like, I'm an okay injector. <laughs> right? It's all right. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do all right. You know, no. so, but knowing what you want. And, and I do think shopping for people that have the training is really important. Um, you know, if places like in Colorado, you don't even have to be a nurse to do this. Um, and just, you, I think you just have to be a medical assistant. If you have somebody, and I know somebody really big here in Denver is, is just an MA. And I don't say just as a nurse, obviously. I, um, you know, I'm very proud of my for sure. credentials and things yeah. like that. But my nursing experience gives me some, um, I think, advantage to what I do, but not all. I didn't just take my, my ICU experience. Now, if you want to talk about hearts, 100%, I will run the game. <laughs> no problem. Um, but when it came to this cosmetic and things like that, there's an eye for it. But there is also something you have to, you have to go get the training. Put in the time, invest in that. And I think your injector who's invested in that, in that training and staying up to date on trainings is going to be uh, somebody really good. So you want to look into that stuff. And do you kind of believe when we were talking about there are a bunch of different toxins out there, there's a bunch of different fillers. I've always been a believer. I mean, this is my shtick from like back in the plastic surgery days. Mm -hmm. You want to use whatever the injector feels most comfortable with. Is that what you kind of think? Like Um, they're all kind, they're all very similar in the, they are. Yeah, they're they similar. Things, so. And you want to know, I the stuff that I use, I use all the time. And I use it on myself, so I know how it feels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, you know, how it's going to react. And that's the, that's one thing I think that differentiates a nurse even more than a doctor. So I get, a, I get honestly, I'm not to knock anybody, um, but I get a lot of patients that have come to me to fix things that doctors in my area have done. And it's not to say that they don't know what they're doing, but doctors are very uh, short-term they're very smart. They know what to do in this situation. Here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. 
they don't necessarily have that follow-up knowledge that nurses do and that experience of like subtle how it's going to look what's going to happen in the long run you know even in the hospital i had um you know doctors would say one thing and we'd say hey maybe we should try this because this is what's going to happen you know right so i sort of see that happening with a lot of doctors and a lot of dentists right now are doing injections it's a very popular thing I, you know, I, I'm sure there's some really good ones out there, and not to knock them at all, but um, I think nurses are a good place to start because you do, we, we see that after that experience and kind of what's going to happen. And so, yeah, for me, long story short, to circle back, I do, I know what I'm comfortable with. I know how it's going to lay down. I know some maybe complications that we might run into. Um, and if, you know, somebody's pressuring me for a certain type. So some people really like Botox itself. I don't love it. I don't. I. I think it's great. Some of my issues with our shipping, um, sort of the way it ships and things like that, that uh, are not as stable. Whereas Xeomin doesn't have to stay cold when you know you get Botox. It has to stay cold yeah. given this climate. FedEx is not always very reliable, and so you can get some Botox that isn't going to work as well. So there's things like that that you sort of get comfortable with from using it so often that yeah, you want to stick with what the person knows and likes. And if that isn't what you want somebody who's going to recommend that you go somewhere else then that's a that's a good injector and i think like you were saying earlier having somebody that dreadful like mirror situation where you're like this is what i see yeah and having somebody be honest on like okay well you're seeing this because of your cheeks maybe falling or needing to pull up from a different place or fill a different place i get a lot of people that come in and go well what do you think and it's a hard no for me because i will look at things and you know it's just a no. You know, I, I don't want to point something out that you didn't even notice before. Now you have this whole other complex, you know? And now you're going to go home and stare at it Oh, my God. Mirror. My boyfriend pointed out that I have this, like, the, this forehead, and now I, I think I look like a beluga whale, and I never <laughs> thought I did. But, you know, it's just, if somebody says, and he means it lighthearted, but you're like, yeah. oh, God, now I can't stop staring. Um, I, first thing I do is, like, I give somebody a mirror. Okay, let's look. Tell me what is bothering you. And then we can talk about how to fix it. Because, yeah, you don't want to, um, you know, you know, oh, I want this, and here's how I want it fixed. So this has, is always a problem with people in, in the ICU. I always go back to that, and because it, it really does translate over. Um, lots of Google-educated people oh, yeah. come into me. Who's, I've done this for the better Dr. part of my Google. life. Yes, and I've, you know, I'm an Ivy League trained nurse, um, uh-huh. but you're going to come in and tell me what you read on Google. So if you've got it, I can just leave, right? right. <laughs> so good. Okay, you run. You here's run the this syringe. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you run these, this ventilator and all that. I'm good to go. Sounds like you got this. Yeah. Same thing here. A lot of people come in and be like, oh, I saw this, and here's what I used to do. And I'm like, yeah. So, you know, education is really important. Um, and, again, being able to say no. I tell a lot of people no. A lot. And um, it saves me a lot of, of hassle because you do um, – you start to learn really quickly some of the people that like, nope, that's a hot mess. It's not going to get better. Yeah. And the people that don't see their face realistically for what it is. Um, you know, you can look at somebody like, you have so much done. And we, it's not getting better, you know, and so that's that's always something. Because, yeah, people, you get dysmorphic. You do kind of lose sense of what you actually look like. Oh, yeah. I, I do mean, all the time. Oh, I do, too. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think I could use some filler here. Because I'm you, ready. Right. I mean, because we fixate on it. And so that's it yeah. is a double-edged sword because I can have people come in and be like, oh, we can tweak that, no problem. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yes, what you're, you're seeing is legit. We need to do some serious stuff to fix it. Or you need to get a facelift. You know, we need to talk about different plans. But also, I've had people, I'm like, that's absolutely not a thing. What you're saying is, that is not true. You don't look like that at all. Or, or this is getting so cartoonish. Yeah. I can send you to somebody who will do it, but I don't want that for my... Yeah, I don't want my name on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just... And the more you do, you know, 
there there is a downside to all this stuff. It's yeah. great, but there are real complications that can happen. And so um, that's the other reason, circling back to somebody who has training and somebody who really knows anatomy, um, because there are there, there are real consequences to, to having this stuff go bad. So do you suggest, like, asking, what are your certifications? Where did you oh, do 100%. your training? Oh, people should, and anybody should be willing to, um, to share that. I put mine up on the wall, yeah. you know, because it's an investment in my patients, it's an investment in who I am, it shows that I'm financially invested in what I'm doing. Um, and you know that I'm learning new things, this stuff, this industry changes so fast, yeah. and so you do, you want to stay up on, on the latest stuff. We talked about how much IPL has changed, you want somebody using some rickety yeah. old, like, you know, old antiquated machine on you, and like, it's just, that's, there's, there's no reason for that. There's, there's so much education out there. Um, and anybody can be Google educated, even as an injector, right? Mm-hmm. You want somebody who really is going in and learning from somebody and getting that hands on. I was in uh, Vegas, and I was in a master's course for lips, and that's my favorite thing. I love doing lips. Um, well, one of them, but right now I'm, I love doing lips, and uh, I don't need a master's level. I've done a ton of them, but I wanted to go and put in my time. And, and again, that's right. where I was learning threads, and that's where I was learning really good numbing techniques because there's a difference between somebody who's just going to slam some filler in your face and somebody who can actually numb you so that you're comfortable and so that it's not this traumatic. And there were, again, dentists <laughs> in the class yeah. doing lips on these patients, and it was it was horrifying to watch. I mean, they were excruciating. It's a very painful area. And so, you know, they needed to learn how to give a ring block or, you know, to dental block somebody so that it's comfortable. All that stuff you don't learn from Instagram. Everybody's face is different. And if you're not putting your hands on people and feeling differences and sort of learning nuances of of um, variances and faces and stuff like that, you're not going to be, it's not going to be a good injector. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was in Vegas and this girl, um, I think she was a nurse practitioner even, so she had tons of education. I was going to say, it's not necessarily your label either. No. So a lot of people are like, MD, that's who I need to see. Of course. And that's not necessarily true. Sure. And the because same- there's been a lot of people that have, I just saw a girlfriend and she was like, I'm still numb from a dental block. I got like 10 years ago, so, 15 years ago. And I've had people where they've had eyelid issues because mm-hmm. their, you know, their levitators got affected. Even in certain places in your forehead, if you get Botox right along that line, you can have an issue because there's a nerve that runs. You have to know your anatomy and know where to find that. Yeah. That isn't something you learn from Instagram, right? So you right. can watch people inject anything. There's a lot of, of potential things that can happen without um, without really good education and getting yeah. your hands, and, and sharing stories and always staying, you know, in forums and things like that. Keeping the certifications up is so much more than just you know, a picture on the wall. It really is saying that you're invested in, in the people. That, I mean, it's somebody's face. This mm-hmm. is the most important thing, right? This is the money life. maker. It really is. I mean, for me, <laughs> no pun intended, it really is. But, you know, yeah. um, it's it's important. You know, I, how do you want to look? How do you, um, you know, wh- how do you want to present? I mean, I'm 40. If I had some of the look that some of these 20-year-olds, it would be it would be ridiculous. And people would not yeah. take me seriously. Right. In your 20s, you can get away with so much more, right? And so you want to have those Always realistic dead. conversations. Yeah. So And that's a good thing. If somebody brings in a picture and they're like, oh, it's Taylor Swift. And I'm like, oh, well, um, she, you know, she's nine. So good luck. So <laughs> I don't have a reverse. <laughs> right. I can't put yeah. you in a time machine. Exactly. So yeah. do you suggest people finding photos of I do celebrities or anybody because out there that they're like, I like this look. There's so much. And I think we've all done this even with our hair, right? Mm-hmm. You go in and you're like, here's, here's what I like. And you get it, you're like, that is no way what I wanted. But they didn't see that. I've even done it with, like, designing a house. Yeah. Where I've had, a, a you know, a, like, an architect. I'll show him a room, and I'm like, you know, he's like, well, do you like this? No, not that part. Or do you like this part? No. Well, what do you like about it? 
I don't know, just the feel, right? Mm-hmm. So we see things, especially with faces. I yeah. love how she looks. But if you look at like somebody's lips, I have a whole whole catalog just in that I show people, yeah. what are we talking about lips here? Because people are like, oh, I want some filler. That could be a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. You know, I have some patients that really like a specific look in their lip that I don't love, but they want it. They want this, you know, a certain type that I'm like, oh, okay, if that's what you want, you know. Most people want something natural, so we talk about what we can do with their lip. Um, a lot of people come in and want, they have no lips, and they want, you know, my lips. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, that's, we're not going to get and certainly not with one syringe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, you can, I am willing to put in a lot of filler and invest in the time with you, but you have to be willing to listen to me and like, I'm not putting more than one in at a time. A lot of injectors will, I won't. Um, that's again, the nurse in me. Like we're gonna do one at a time. We're gonna keep it safe. I've never- it's a process. Yeah, I've never dropped an eye. I've never had a, an occlusion, but I'm a very safe, cautious injector. So, and the people that don't wanna be, it's completely fine. I just tell them, I know who will do it and, and it's totally fine. So that's kind of a luxury that I have, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, you can you can put it all the time, like you said, labels. The the nurse practitioner, I I have big, huge lips, always have, but in Vegas, this this girl, a nurse practitioner, she was in a master's level training, had never actually injected lips. She had gone to the courses, never actually done the patient stuff. She did my numbing. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. My eye, <laughs> but like, from here was up to here numb. And my lips were huge. They were really uneven. I've had, I had to dissolve it, you know. I mean, and she, she had way more formal education than me as far as, like, you know, a nurse practitioner, so. The title, right? Yeah. So definitely find somebody that has the injection yeah. experience. Because oh, sure. I think it's kind of like doing hair or doing any type of artistry type thing. Oh, yeah. It's and one it thing to go to school. And then there's another thing to start to work on clients or patients and be able to see like, oh, this turns this way or this lays yeah. a certain way. Or this doesn't look the same on everybody. Yeah. You know, when you're famous, you can get away with a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like Haley, Haley Bieber, Haley Bieber, what's her name? She can like cut her hair into this short little, oh, yeah. and any of us did that and it's going to look terrible. You know, you have to kind of keep that in mind when you go into like, I want this, but. Listen, I learned that lesson when Drew Barrymore cut all of her hair off. We all did it. And we all did I it. went through years of just. Yeah. Horrible haircut. I'm like, Google how much extensions cost <laughs> before you decide to cut that off. Google extensions. Uh-huh. I was like, commitment. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Never falling for that yeah. trick again. Yeah. But then some people do it and they're like, my face is made for this. Mine yes. Is not. Mine was not. But some people are. No, mine know. was but not also. Yeah. I mean, there's, there. there's an art to everything. And I do think having an eye, but again, an eye for what you want. I, I most of my patients want to look natural. We keep it as natural looking as we can. Um, I have a couple that are more Instagram-y, but not many. Most of them want to look like they haven't had anything done. And that's kind of, you know, even for me, I like to keep stuff, keep it up. Um, but when I start to look too done, I back it off. Yeah. But it's easy to do. Oh, it's easy. It's easy to fall down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I know for sure. It's fun, though. It it's is. It's fun. I mean, and it's, it's, that's the fun thing about, you know, doing this for myself. I mean, people are always like, well, have you done it? Oh, yeah, I've done it all. Um, you know, there's just some services that I don't offer because... It's just, for me, the downside, I didn't love it, you know, um, but I know people that do it, and I'll totally mm-hmm. throw, them their, you know, throw them your name, and or here, go see them. I don't have a problem referring at all. Yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty confident in my stuff, and my clientele is what it is, so. But that's knowing your wheelhouse and kind of I was going to say, you know your wheelhouse, mm-hmm. and so you're just staying in it. 100%. Yeah. It is nice up there where I am, because I'm up in suburbia. There's a lot of yummy mummies up there mm-hmm. that don't want anybody to think they have anything done. The amount of slush funds that I have, <laughs> that's some some dirty, I mean, so many of my patients, their husbands have no idea. Oh, yeah. I was actually out for at um, 
doing a sweat sesh with one of my girlfriends and she told me that she had told her husband just before I got over there that oh by the way I do Botox with April <laughs> and we had kept it a secret all this time and she totally ratted me out and didn't tell me yeah people don't tell they well I I mean I here's a little tip and trick little life advice yes. from back in my day in the past they would like skim off the grocery bills and like get a $25 Visa gift card or a $50 a hundred and they change it up every time and then they'd be like here's all my Botox money yeah like yeah. it's a million like Visa it prepaid hard, yeah. cards because I and, get people coming to pay cash and I'm like I don't have a cash drawer <laughs> like, you're like I don't need <laughs> $2,000 of cash yeah. but thank you yeah. but I, yes so I care I get credit's it. great until the yes. husbands find the, the, the care credit statement so Visa trouble. at King Supers just That's take a couple have to spread that around. Yeah, no, all of yeah. my my friends are like, which one am I putting this on? Because they yeah. have their little, which is funny because I would think now it's not such a thing. But I, I feel, feel like, like men are getting into it too oh, it now, is, right? Yes, Botox is a, is a thing. So that's a whole different thing. If you're a guy and you want to do this, amen, right? 100%, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. But you have to be prepared. It's a lot more money for guys. Their muscles are a lot stronger. Their metabolisms are higher. They take, I would say, almost double from what we take. So if you see a guy who's really overshot and like his face, congratulate him. <laughs> he <laughs> has invested. He does, he's dedicated to this. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of guy patients. Uh, quite a few actually. Uh, but they do. It's financially, you know, uh, more of an investment for them. But they they also have a different aesthetic. Some of they still kind of like some movement. Not all. Yeah. I have one patient that likes to tell me he wants to be just shy of a stroke patient. <laughs> That's how I always feel when I do a lip flip. I'm uh, like, oh, it kicked in. Like I'm always like brushing my teeth in the morning. I'm like, should I have a stroke? I was just night? like, I can't that. swish. I was just explaining the lip flip to somebody. Um, so I think you're talking about like a, a toxin. Lip yes. Flip. So there's several different uh, concepts of a lip flip. But you're talking. Have you talked about that on this show yet? But what a lip flip is. I don't, I don't think so. We haven't, but. Okay, so lip flips. Lip flip. Tell us about them. Um, so it's it's actually a really simple kind of intro to lips. It's really yeah. nice. So the, the muscle around your mouth is a circle. It's a sphincter, if you will. And all we're doing is putting a little bit of toxin in the top layer of that muscle. So then the bottom layer is still active. So as it activates, the top layer kind of pops open. You get a little more pink show. Um, but you do get that little bit of a, a, like straw issue or brushing teeth. And you know immediately when it kicks in, it's usually out when you're at happy hour. Yeah. <laughs> and, and mine's always when I'm brushing my teeth uh-huh. in the morning and I'm like, I had a stroke last night. Yeah. I can't squish yeah. my like water. And you want it to do that. So yes. I do tell people that, that that's a sign of a good lip flip because, yeah, yeah it is. It, you just want that toxin in the top layer of the muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same as like a smoker's line where we're treating deeper. You know, you want that to flip up. But, but you're right too. Away. The straw is also an issue. There's like times that I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it, I can't get the straw. Like I can't get the things through it. Like it goes away. Though, but it, right? it goes. Yeah. yeah. Then you get used to it, and yeah. then you can operate a straw and again. I think it's it's a little bit shocking because it takes so long for the rest of your Botox to kick in. All of a sudden, that's it's so fast because yeah. it's superficial. And with the rest of your body, you don't feel it, yeah. you know, where you just notice it. You look and you're like, oh, hello. It's gorgeous. like the first time you use the you straw, you're like, you spit it everywhere. Yeah. You're like, oh, I can't really actually control that. <laughs> That's time, great. Yeah, I've done it. But it is nice. It's a good um, alternative to um, to filler. Yeah. I also have my viewer, we have a radio frequency lip plump. That's another ah. really good alternative. I know my another 
segue, but um, it's same thing, radio frequency, we're just using that, it's no pain, again, same thing, it's gonna plump your lip without injecting. So I, do, I, do, I get a lot of that stuff in that area up there, um, you know, more suburbia, because people don't necessarily wanna have all the injections, and people like to kind of be a little hippie and crunchy, so they feel like if they're doing radio frequency, they're not injecting that stuff in their bodies. So. 100%. And that's like three treatments, and it lasts for a year, it's amazing. Yeah, it works really well. It's like 200 bucks a treatment, so it's still right around the same as a viola filler. So, I was like, it's kind of that price comparison. It is. Like figuring out what's right for you. What do you want? What's your lifestyle? Right. 100%. Do men's, I just say this because men typically did it, women did too, mm-hmm. but use Botox for like sweating purposes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they do. Feet, hands, armpits. Um, women do too. Yeah. But men especially have a lot of like feet, feet guys um, but it's just not, I don't know. I think the taboo of that is less and less, right? Like it used to of be. being sweaty? I, well, no, of, of getting treatments. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was like, being sweaty? I, mean, I don't I'm know. here for sweat. I'm here for <laughs> but no, a lot of, you know, the guys don't like it. And it is tough. Again, if you're fixating on it and if you feel like it's a thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I have patients that say even their face, they sweat a lot. And even their face, they notice it less. So they'll get like, you know, before they go on a human vacation or something, they notice less sweat in their face. I like to I sold Botox to one of my girlfriend's husbands the other day because I was like, I used to also get really bad migraines, but now it's gone. Now that I do Botox. It's a thing. Yeah, and it is true. And, and, and I do tr- a lot of migraine treatment. It's um, it's expensive if you want to do a true migraine treatment. But a lot of times, you know. <laughs> I was like, my true migraine yeah. treatment is just my forehead. I have a lot of patients who <laughs> just literally can inject up towards the top of their yeah. head. And that is enough to take away the tension. If you truly do have migraines, there are treatments for it. And it's very effective. It's just expensive if you're not going through insurance. But a lot of patients that I get don't want to go through the drug protocols that you have to be on that to qualify for it. So sometimes just right in the jaw, just yeah. takes the edge off. But it's about 20 units per side. So it's, again, it's, it's an investment. I love it. Um, well, and tell us, so we talked a little bit about how you got started in this. And just mm-hmm. kind of, I think a lot of nurses or injectors or what have it's kind of like salons, right? Yeah. It's like, I have this talent. I can do this too. Totally. How do you balance being a mom and running a business and having a personal life and making time for yourself? Yeah, it's it's not easy, um, but it's necessary. And that's that's what I have noticed in all of this because I do do a lot. Um, my boyfriend calls me Mighty Mouse <laughs> <laughs> because I don't ever, I don't stop moving. I do take a lot of um, hours in the day to do stuff, but shifting priorities, family for one, the spa stuff. I also do legal nursing, and so that's another part of um, my career that I'm really so passionate about that I, I kind of like to do in stimulating a different part of my brain. Um, you know, it, it does take balance. So what I did for a while, I found myself in Costa Rica with some of my best friends one morning, and I was just like, I'm so, I'm, I'm just spread so thin. And you know, you don't realize sometimes, especially when you have kids, um, until you're there. The until burnout. You're, yeah. Oh, until you're just done, and you can't function on any level. And it's, it's terribly depressing. And so um, you you find a way to kind of back up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to keep the spa open three days a week and then consolidate that way. And that, that did help quite a bit. Um, it's, you know, I stay very busy for when I do it and I get to be very choosy. But then on those other days, then I can prioritize, you know, um, what I need to do to be good at all the things that I do. You're not going to be good at everything, um, you know, until you, prioritize a little bit and honestly I know it sounds cliche but if you don't take care of yourself my whole life changed after I started prioritizing working out and eating better 
Um, and so for me, I don't go into this, but I won't take appointments, you know, early. Some of my patients I will because they're, you know, but it, it's once in a great while. Yeah. I go to the gym every morning. That is what I do. And it's my time and it's my time alone. And I, I it makes me better at what I do. And I don't, everybody says that, but it's like until you really do it, and sometimes it's harder mm -hmm. to do it at first, but you will find that when you do that stuff, you're better at all the things you do. Um, you know, and then you're happy, you know. I mean, I don't think anybody should do anything in their life that doesn't make and so, and that's what I was finding is I love this and it blew up and I'm so much busier than I can even handle, but I hate it, you know, and I don't want to hate what I'm doing. And so backing it off, finding other support and kind of coming in and getting other services so that I can have a break made me that much better. Mm -hmm. And now I'm busier than I've ever been and happier than I've ever been doing what I'm doing. So, I, yeah. I mean, it's, everybody always says, oh, you do self-care. And it sounds cliche, but if you're not, if you're not 100%, you're not going to be 100% anything you're doing. And nobody wants, you know, half-ass anything. Nobody does. <laughs> Nobody. I mean, it, and it happens so quick, right? When you spread mm -hmm. yourself so thin. Um, this is not a business that you just start. And, you know, a lot of people, I think, like salon owning, where you're like, oh, I know this, so I'm going to do it. And it is, it, it's not a joke. You know, it's very expensive to start. Um, there's a lot of costs that people don't think about. Um, and advertising and, you know, putting yourself out there and being available all the time mm -hmm. and, and until you find that balance and that ability to say no. Yeah. You kind of have to just be available all the time. So it is, yeah, it's, it's really hard. I mean, I'm sure you, you understand. Oh, I get it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I mean, but I think that stuff and that real aspect of my life is also what keeps me, um, my patients coming back to me. You know, I think, you know, everybody's like, oh, everybody who walks in my door, we're all friends. Really, I know more about my patients. They know more about me. Mm -hmm. You know, we really do understand each other in that way. And because it's, I have a real life, you know, yeah. I have real issues. And they, I think they connect to that a little bit. So, and not everybody wants that. Not everybody <laughs> wants a nurse that's like telling them their whole life. <laughs> you know, I live for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's good. You walk yeah. in and such doing this stuff, especially admitting that you have something you don't like about yourself, is very vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And so, coming in and having somebody just like open, like, yeah, oh, hell yeah, I get that. You know, let's let's fix yeah. that. Or, or also, no, absolutely not. You look great. Let's try this. You know, that kind of thing. I have more patients that come to me that are, I'm pretty sure, just there to cry in my chair for half an hour. I'm like, so are we going to do any treatment? Or, you know, it's it's, it's a therapy. <laughs> um, we have a joke that, us, but it's not a joke. It's real. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. I've almost missed February. A surrender month keeps the depression away. I, I think so. Yeah. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. It could be both. <laughs> you just have to sit down in the chair and get the syringe in. I think so. A syringe a month. I like that. Yeah. Um, it's just conversation with somebody, and it's like a non-judgment zone, you know? And it, it, you can be petty. Mm -hmm. And that's what I kind of like, like, because this is very elective, right? None of this, none of this yeah. nothing that I'm doing is medically necessary. You're just kind of there for yourself. And there, that does sort of shift, you know? So it's like... Which I'm sure is a huge shift for you coming out of ICU. Because, like, okay. I remember we did facial trauma mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I like the patients that know that they're signing up for yeah. it. Like, I adored our facial trauma patients because, obviously, like, it was just a different side it's of heavier. things. It's yes. Yeah. It, like, you're more emotionally connected with yeah. them. But I was like, the elective is so much more fun. It is. But, you know, a lot of times I get, especially women and some men, um, but that come in and they're doing this because they've just gotten out of an abusive relationship. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'm going to do, you know. And to me, that's obviously, that's something I'm really passionate about. And so, you know, them coming to me and be like, you know what, you're right. Straighten this up, pick yourself up. And that's it. the fact that I can help somebody with that, it's it's amazing, right? It's not, no, I'm not, um, you know, restarting your heart. Yeah. But kind of I am. And I love you, that. You do restart I do people's restart. hearts. I do. Yes. 
Feeling good about yourself is, is like the first step to anything. It is. I think. It's, it's really important. Making time for yourself, feeling good about yourself. What else do you do for self-care besides going to the gym? Hmm. Any, like... Um, meditation. I have my kids doing it now, too. Um, and it's, you know, again, it's sort of, we've gone the way of like, where that's, oh, it's so cheesy. It really isn't. Mm-mm. Your brain is the most important part of your body. And the fact that we just neglect it so often and act like that isn't like a very vital part. Yeah. Is, um, it's always crazy to me. Uh, it takes practice. I'm a very active, fast thinking person. Obviously I do all these things in my life, but even just every morning, five minute meditation for gratitude has changed everything for me. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the bad days, right? We all have them, but just taking five minutes to, to focus on positivity and gratitude for anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Changes the pace of your day. I had a life coach and she used to make me do like three things every morning Mm -hmm. and then three different things. That was like my starting point was three. And there were like days that I was like, I'm thankful for my cat. (laughs) I was like, I had to dig deep for that one. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm going, I'm I'm going way down. (laughs) I was like, sometimes you got to dig deep, but the gratitude is like such a huge thing. And I do, I am a big believer. Um, a couple of trips that I've taken that were some, Travel is another thing that I will prioritize for yes. myself. And I have done some big trips all by myself um, to learn the stuff that, you know, you, you have to learn sometimes through experience and going through India and, and Indonesia and things like that. I've learned that for me, and I think everybody, what you put out is what you're going to get back. And mm-hmm. you can't just sit there with your hands open expecting it to fall in your lap. When you start putting it out there, that that's when you start getting it back. Yeah. One way or another. Yeah. You know. Newton's law. I think it's true. I mean, um, you know, I spent a lot of time sort of waiting for stuff to, to come to me. And it wasn't until I, I started putting out in the universe what I wanted that I started to see it. Yeah. Uh, but it and you got to work for it. hundred <laughs> percent. Unfortunately, I have tried to just tell the universe what I want. I'm right here. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Whenever. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> you're, oh, you're, you work very hard. It's not easy. I mean, you know, it's... Um, and it, you're a great example of balancing social life and, you know, I mean, you date and, you know. I do? I mean. That's news to me. <laughs> you're available. <laughs> you date forward. You, you do your hair. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Listen, I just told Serena yesterday, just for everybody watching, I'm not going on a date unless I have a podcast interview scheduled that day. Oh, that's so Hair honestly. and makeup already done. Then you can have a date with me. So on Tuesdays, yeah. typically, yeah. I'm available. I think I'll just send. Hopefully, no melasma happening. <laughs> luckily, luckily, I put my sunscreen Don't on. Worry. We have some pink inhibitors. <laughs> we can help you with that. <laughs> well, it's good. I mean, I think any business is um, well. You know, being a, a hairdresser or being cosmetically inclined or being a good nurse does not make you a business owner or a business no. runner by any means. I am not a good businesswoman. It's a I, lot of hustle. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, there's, and there's so a lot of things that I don't want to do. Oh, 100%. Yeah, thank God's first Serena. <laughs> I know. I don't there know are what a lot I do. of things I don't want to do. Um, yeah. But, you know, and uh, so I get a lot of nurse friends that ask me, like, oh, I, I want to do that. And can I start doing this on the side? I'm like, honey, no. You know, you anything that I do is delegated. I have a physician that oversees mm-hmm. everything I do. That's not free. You know, anything that you're doing, it's, it's an investment. And it so. Is. Yeah, you have to be prepared. There's a lot of hidden costs in this stuff. And so people, uh, you know, that start this business or any business, I always say don't under undersell yourself. Don't, you know, don't go on the lowest price. Sell what you're doing. Sell your skill and sell, like, really what 
it costs. I can buy product. I give it to people. You're paying for my education. You're paying for my experience. But also, there's like, I mean, syringes cost money. Yeah. The stuff that you you um, reconstitute Botox with, it costs money. And right now, there's a shortage in that. It's, it's almost more expensive than the the drug itself. You know, I cannot handle a shortage. <laughs> It's back to your set of saline, and is there is a shortage, and it, and now we're all like rationed of like how often we can get it and stuff. It's crazy, but you can't you can reconstitute, but it doesn't it hurts, you know. Yeah. Again, down to those little things, and you'll notice the difference of going to somebody who doesn't use it and somebody who does. But I think that's such great business advice is mm-hmm. that know your price. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask for it. Oh, hundred percent. And don't you know if you're out if if you're getting injected, don't go to the cheapest. Do not. Mm-hmm. Don't go Grouponing. I hate to say it. I know. I hate to say it, but you know, you're, it's your face, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's not going to be, uh, it's worth paying a little bit of extra money to get something good. Because you're going to have to pay twice as much if you have to reverse it. If you can, you know, there's real, real stuff that like people can go blind with yeah. filler in the wrong spot. And I have so many people that come to me, I want this done and I want, you know, I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I, it's a hard no for me. Uh, filler between the eyes is one that people always want me to do. And mm-hmm. it's a hard no. Mm-hmm. It's a hard no. I got it done years ago, but knowing what I know now, absolutely not. Yeah. We can do other things. We can work on it. We can, I can send you to somebody for microneedling. I'm not putting filler between your eyes. Absolutely not. Somebody will, but it won't be me. <laughs> I think it's great advice. Yeah. Having a, somebody that says no is a good, a good. It's injector. a good, it is a, it is a sign of a good injector. I think so. It's a luxury that I have because mm-hmm. I've been in business long enough and I have my client base, but I've never been a yes to everybody person. I definitely have gotten messages from people where I'm like, oh. Hard no. It's a no. Yeah. You know? And you can usually tell people come in and hot. Especially filler and stuff. I mean, it's a, you're changing your face. You need to take it seriously. Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge investment. Yeah. And I think for budget-wise, there is there is something for everybody. If you want to do a little something, there are things. Not necessarily Botox. You know, there's certain areas we can do. Are we going to just throw a little bit around your eyes? No. I'm not going yeah. to. Somebody else will. It's not going to do anything, though. Um, I think save your pennies. 100%. Work for a plastic surgeon if you need to. <laughs> Get a <laughs> Only fans, whatever it might be. We were just talking about this at Valentine's Day. I don't know why we got on this topic. Nothing says Actually, Valentine's we'll, Day. Like we'll save it for fans. offline because you guys will really love this conversation. But uh, yeah, you know, it's not, and not everybody can do it. It's a yeah. luxury business. And that is something I think when you're, um, like, I, I just love people so much. I'm so empathetic and I want to help everybody. And it's really easy to, to get into that of like, oh, let me just give it to you because I want, you know, you it's your business. And yeah. it's, this isn't for everybody. Yeah. You can recommend stuff. You can help in, in the meantime, you know. But And do you do like complimentary consultations or? Oh, 100%. Yes. Yeah. So just kind of come in and find out like. Oh, yeah. yeah. What you're looking time, at. A lot of people come in, they have no idea how it works. Yeah. Let's just talk about it. It's a, you know, it's a, we'll, we'll go through it. We can talk about it. Most of the time we can do it same day. Not filler, usually. Um, cause I like be nice and numb and comfortable, but Botox, whatever, we can throw that in. No problem. But yeah, yeah. talk about it. I don't, I don't charge for anything that I'm not actively putting in your face. That's Love it. That. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. I feel like I could go on and on and on. <laughs> I was so nervous. Like, what are we going to talk about? I know. We're going to talk about all the things. Oh uh, yeah. Starting but. with like our, <laughs> our cab days. Started. Where it all started. The cabs are here. The cabs are here. I think it's time for us to go. So tell everybody where they can find you. 
So my office is located in Lafayette, um, right off Good Samaritan Medical Center. So I'm in the physician's pavilion attached to the, the hospital there and Kaiser. So um, I'm right in there. It's in light, I-N-L-I-G-H-T, rejuvenation. You can find that in lightrejuvenation.com. Um, there's a phone number there. Honestly, I'm very big on like texting. Just t- t- give me a text. I'll always answer your back. We can chat. It's I'm very informal. And Instagram? Same thing. All that's going to be on the website. In Perfect. Life Rejuvenation. Even TikTok now. <laughs> so I'm doing some of that. Yeah, I it's love fun. it. You it's got, great. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's all. It's In Light Rejuvenation. There's I'm the only one at the moment. So. Thank I you am. so much for Thank joining you. us. I'm Lindsay Wilson, and you've been listening to Business of Glam. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and don't forget to subscribe, review, and download this podcast. If you're ever in the Denver area, be sure to come by and see us at Glamour Bar. Until then, stay glam.